Let's go to Psalm 118 today. Change it up just a little bit. Psalm 118. Jason, while you're up, would you mind closing those back doors for me? Put one extra barrier up for the noise. Thank you. Psalm 118. Another, another one of those days we want to end on a little happier note than what uh, Jeremiah would give us today. So we'll come back and uh, look in Jeremiah in two weeks. Of course, next week, Brother Matt will be here preaching for us. Um, but I love Psalm 118. It starts off with the uh, simple phrase, Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, because his mercy endureth forever. Uh, and it's a wonderful thought. It actually, uh, I believe in verse 29, is an identical word-for-word -word, uh, verse. It starts and ends the psalm the same. But this morning, or this afternoon, excuse me, in the time that we have left, I'd like just to share the thoughts of, oh, give thanks unto the Lord. And, uh, you know, we talk a lot about, and we should, about obedience and doing God's will, and then we talk about with that comes suffering and trials and all those kinds of things, and it's going to be hard work, and we've got to stand against the wiles of the devil, and all these sorts of things. And, and as serious as the Christian life is, as serious as Christian warfare is, um, there's also so much beauty within the Christian life. And there's always something that we can give thanks for. And so uh, this afternoon, I've got six things that I'd like us to look at that we can thank God for or give thanks unto the Lord uh, for. Verse number uh, one, you know, it says the phrase for his, uh, the Lord is good because his mercy endureth forever. The first thing we can give thanks for is his mercy, God's mercy. It endureth forever, the Bible says. It never ceases uh, Hebrews lets us know, uh, he says, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. In Hebrews 13, verse number 5, the idea that God is always with us. He is a merciful God. Actually, the Bible tells us that his mercies are new every day, um, which, in my opinion, is a, a sign of that they're, they're what I need for the day. His mercies are new every day. It's because it's the mercy that I need for that day. And, uh, and that's something that we can always give thanks for, God's mercy. Number two is God's protection. David tells of how God protected him. Look in verse 5 and 6. I called upon the Lord in distress, and the Lord answered me uh, and set me in a large place. The Lord is on my side. I will not fear what can man do unto me. You ever play the game Red Rover, Red Rover? Send whoever on over. Um, have you ever been linked in arms with someone and you shout out the biggest kid's name on the other side and you thought to yourself, my life is about to end. <laughs> they, uh, my arm is about to get broken. My body is about to get smashed. This is not good. Um, if you've ever been there, we used to play a game called Steal the Bacon. I don't know if, if we're allowed to play that game anymore. Uh, PETA, I think, ended it, but um, steal the bacon, and, and uh, the way we always played it was you line up on each side, and you've got the whatever in the middle, and you number everybody, and you call out the number, and those people have to run out and grab it and run back. I'm sure there's other ways to play the game, but nonetheless, those kinds of things, and if you get matched up against someone uh, that's bigger than you, it can be kind of scary. You might be a little hesitant to go after it. At camp, we played chicken noodle soup with rubber chickens and pool noodles. We played that here at the church, actually, in our kids' extravaganza before. 
And same kind of idea. Kids run out and they grab as many pool noodles and rubber chickens and they're worth a certain amount of points. But you can always tell when a kid is, uh, feels like he does not match the size of the kid he's against. And uh, he's a little slower to run out to the middle sometimes. Uh, although the bigger they are, the slower they are typically. So maybe even better to run fast. But anyway, strategy. Um, here he says, uh, the Lord is on my side in verse number six. Not only did he did I call on him in my distress and he answered me and he set me in a large place, but he's on my side. He's the one that when the enemy looks across, they go, oh, no, we're in trouble. Isn't it interesting, David, uh, here he's the psalmist, I believe, uh, that God used to pin this one. Uh, when all of David's countrymen looked across the valley and saw Goliath, they were all terrified. When David looked across the valley and saw Goliath, he could see Goliath looking back and seeing God. He said, God's on my side. So I have nothing to fear. What can man do unto me? And David saw in his own life how God protected him from men that were stronger than him, bigger than him, better than him. Uh, so the understanding here of the Lord's protection. Uh, there were times when people hated David. They were enemies of David. Verse 7 the Lord taketh my part with them that help me. Therefore shall I see my desire upon them that hate me. When everyone was against him, because that time he talks about people with him and against him. When everyone was against him, verse 10 and 11, all nations compassed me about, but in the name of the Lord will I destroy them. They compassed me about, yea, they compassed me about, but in the name of the Lord I will destroy them. It's a protecting that God has. And so he can say in verse 1, O give thanks unto the Lord for he is good. Because he's merciful to me and because he protects me. Uh, Psalm 46.1 says, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Protection. Number three, I'll give thanks unto the Lord for his mercy, for his protection, and then for his favor. In verse number five, it says, I called upon the Lord in, in distress, and the Lord answered me. He had favor for David in that situation. Verse 13 Thou hast thrust sore at me that I might fall, but the Lord helped me. Others were against me. God favored me. Verse um, 18, it says, The Lord hath chastened me sore, but he hath not given me over unto death. He's punished me. He's disciplined me. He's gotten me where I'm supposed to be. He put me right on the, on the right track. But he hasn't killed me. He hasn't finished me off. He hasn't destroyed me. He's helped me. And we see his favor of his children here as well we see God's mercy and his protection and his favor all things that we can give thanks for uh, number four for his faithfulness again in verse six he says he is on my side Romans eight thirty one. if God be for us who can be against us verses eight and nine here it says it is better to trust in the Lord uh, than to put confidence in man amen 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 it is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in princes Amen, amen, amen. My trust and confidence is not in a man, and it's not in uh, political authority. It is in God. It is better for us to trust in the Lord. Why? Because he's faithful. Because he'll never let me down. Because he's never wrong. Because he can't get beat. Because uh, he can't be cheated. He's faithful. Anytime I put a confidence in a man, faith in a man, I, I'm going to probably end up being disappointed. 
every time I put my faith in God, I will not be disappointed. It's better to trust in him because he's faithful. Number five is in the uh, give thanks unto the Lord for salvation. Look in verse 14. It says, the Lord is my strength and song and has become my salvation. In John 3, uh, Nicodemus is having a conversation with Jesus Christ and is given the uh, details of the need for a spiritual birth for salvation. We see it in Romans. Uh, the Bible clearly talks to us and explains to us about salvation. We see it in Ephesians 2 about salvation. I can give thanks unto the Lord for salvation. At any point you are in life, no matter how bad things are, if you are saved, you have something to give thanks to the Lord about. And sometimes it's hard to understand that. Sometimes we go, boy, Lord, this is not easy. I wish I could be thanking you for deliverance of this situation. And, and I believe in most cases you find deliverance. But I can still be thankful for my salvation. Number six, lastly, today, is uh, what else can I give thanks for? It's for today, for whatever the day holds. Verse 24, this is the day which the Lord hath made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Have you ever had a bad day? <laughs> ever take the time to think about this is the day the Lord hath made? It's not an easy thing to do on bad days. and he said, I'm betwixt the two to two straits, right? Living or dying. Even in his worst days, I believe he thought, this is the day the Lord hath made, so I'm going to rejoice and be glad in it. I don't know what God's doing. I don't know why it's so miserable of a day for me, but God made this day. God chose to wake me up today. He's given me another day. I will rejoice and be glad in it. Verse 28, thou art my God, and I will praise thee. Thou art my God, I will exalt thee. Again, even in the worst of days, when we look to God, at the very least, you're still my God. So I'll exalt you today. I'm not, I'm not happy, I'm not comfortable, I'm not, I, I, I might be going through something really rough. But you're still my God, so I will exalt you. We'll give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, because his mercy endures forever. We have so many things, I believe, to be thankful for, but I know that we do have days that are just rough. I know there's days physically we feel rough, emotionally we feel rough, we feel beat down, we feel like we're losing, we feel like uh, we haven't seen victory, we feel like uh, we're alone discouraged, depressed, whatever it may be. May I encourage you to flip your Bibles open to Psalm 118. Say give thanks unto the Lord for he is good. I can give thanks for his mercies. I can give thanks for his protection. I can give thanks for his favor, for his faithfulness, for a new day, for today, for salvation. All things that we can give thanks for. You know, and I, you know, we talk about it, right? Read your Bible, read your Bible, read your Bible, read your Bible. And the Psalms are full of encouragement. 
you'll find times where David is just beat down. And it looks like he's, he's, he's about tattered. It looks like his life is almost done. He's being chased by Saul, his best friend's dad, someone who he worked for, someone who he served, someone who he did nothing wrong to, is chasing him down to kill him. And he's hiding in a cave thinking, this might be my last day. And yet as you read the Psalms, you'll find even in those moments, David somehow, some way, finds a way to pray for the Lord. Write them down. Put them in your phone somewhere. So when you're having a bad day, you know, here's a passage I can turn to that will remind me. Psalm 118.1. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord for he is good. Even when I'm bad, God is good. Even when my day is bad, God is good. Even when everything seems to be bad, God is good. And be thankful for these things. His mercy, his protection, his favor, his faithfulness, his salvation, and for the new day. So that I can live another day for Christ. And I think there's so much we can be encouraged by by the Psalms. But these are just a few quick thoughts, very, very fast thoughts today. As... uh, as I've been told, some people are ready for a nap. So, um, <clears throat> no, honestly, uh, anyway, thank you for being here. Uh, thank you for listening today. Thank you for your involvement and how you guys work in the church. I'm looking forward to what's ahead for us uh, this weekend.